This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. So a lot of times whenever I go out and I will dance with my wife, people will make fun of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's been going on since I was a very young kid. I can remember in high school I was at one of these teen clubs. We'd mm-hmm. have these teen nightclubs. Usually it was a regular nightclub, but on one night of the week they would call it a teen club and they wouldn't serve alcohol and mm-hmm. we yeah. felt very grown up going. And so uh, I was in there, and my girlfriend at the time was trying to teach me how to dance, and she had several other girls up there trying to teach me to wiggle my hips and time to the music, mm-hmm. and they, they were like I was a little marionette doll or a puppet. They were trying to get me to, and I couldn't do it. Yeah. I just don't have the, I, I can I can move to the beat, but I can't do it fluidly. It's very jerky. I've seen a doll dance better. You're yeah. right. You don't have to rub it in, kid. I've seen a mannequin dance better. Uh, that so, doesn't make sense. Uh, so I was out with some friends, and they had seen some of the TikToks where we have to learn the dances. Right. And they say, you know, those are good, except Tom needs some help dancing. Well, It's like, so it still is, is just in you. Yes. Yeah, no, there's no rhythm. <laughs> there is none. No. I, and I'm, I'm not picking on you. It sounds like it a little. No, no, I'm not. Um, well, you just I'm admitted not. it. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying, yes, I agree with you. Yeah. You're a bad sure. dancer. Thanks a lot. Yeah. I appreciate I'm, I'm that. I'm not the greatest dancer either. I'll go ahead and admit it. Well, then you'll be able to appreciate this too, okay. Hawk, because we can officially blame our parents. Really? A new study found that if you're a bad dancer, it's at least partly genetic. I would agree. Researchers tracked how good people were at keeping a beat, and they also looked at more than 600,000 people's DNA. Mm-hmm using the statistics from the site 23andMe, where people thought they would be anonymous. Mm -hmm. And they identified 69 different genetic variants associated with rhythm. They found that between 13 to 16% of those variations are hereditary, meaning they're passed on from your parents. I could see that. So at least part of you is a dancer being bad at it could be genetic. I think it's the same as like when you sing. You got some people like their moms and dads have beautiful voices Mm -hmm. and they can sing. And then you got kids that their mom and dad can't sing and you can't sing either. I've told my kids they're in bad shape for singing (laughs) (laughs) because my wife nor I can sing. Right. But even you go on with dancing, my dad. He's horrendous when it comes to dancing. Like Somehow I knew that. Yeah, he's just, uh, it's, it's, it's quite comical, and he'll do it, you know, just for the kids sometimes. But you get my mom, and she can twerk it and work it. I mean, I've seen <laughs> that. yeah, she can drop it like it's slow and hot and all that stuff. I don't think I've ever seen my parents dance. Yeah, you haven't seen your mama? 
Oh, I mean, no, I mean, really? No, Would you I like mean, to? Like, <laughs> grew up in church, but like at a wedding or something, get out on the dance floor and cut I, a rug. Nah, I'm with you, Cato. My parents, they uh-uh. were uh, Church of Christ, and Church yeah. of Christ doesn't allow dancing. They don't. No, oh. you're not even allowed to do a lot of stuff because it's too close to dancing. But David danced in the Bible. Well, yeah. that was the Old Testament. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I have seen my mom dance at church. Okay. But yeah, I don't think that's the type of dancing. I, 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 <laughs> okay. I do remember my dad now dancing with my sister. We were on, a, a, on vacation on our deck and just playing some beach music. Mm-hmm. And I remember him doing a little shagging, but that's about it. The only time I ever saw my mom and dad dance, turned out there was a bee loose in the room. And they weren't actually dancing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think it goes to show, like even nowadays, I think moms and dads have it worse than, you know, our parents, because there's a lot newer dancing styles now. Oh, I think to, it's to, easier to, now. To try to look cool and dance. Because you got YouTube. You can learn it if you, you want you to. You can if you have that <laughs> gift. Yeah, but the twist is so easy to learn. Well, <laughs> twist. Compared to the ones they have now, yes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, even the Macarena, when it came around in the 90s, I'm like, well, I couldn't even keep up with that one. It you took got, me a minute. Oh, you got the line dances, the electric slide. Those I can, they tell you what to do. I can do it now. Not Jump to, to the left. No. I'm like, I, I got this. Well, you got to know your left from your right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but, there's, but there's other line dances out there. That's, I mean, there's at least 15 that I only know one. And I'm not good at that. And you don't even know that there were 15 line dances but out there. But if I got out there, it I just do what they tell it, me it to do. It doesn't tell you. It only tells you the, the, there's and the I, one dance that tells you what to do. I know Slide more of them the than left. you think. Slide and probably right. more of them than you. Because I have a daughter. And I've been oh, going to true. father-daughter dances oh, for years. that's true. I stand and corrected. they do play a lot of these line dances. And many of them tell you what to do. Yeah. Uh, but it's still, it does, it's hard to understand sometimes exactly well, what true, to do. And then true. you add in the country line dances. Mm-hmm. They yeah. got their own dances. you got to copy what other people do. It's hard when you have a drink in your it's hand. It's difficult sometimes, but it's at least you got a, an idea of what to do. Some of the other dances, I wouldn't even know what to begin to do. I'll just say this. I feel bad for your kids. Why is that? As, well, you said it's because of DNA. Oh, I mean, like, it's not the only thing in life, though. But I'm just saying, you know, girls want to be able to dance. Well, right? I think my so. daughter may be able to. My wife can dance. Or ooh, maybe she can't. Actually, no, well, you're, I've seen your wife dance. She's pretty good. She can do a lot of the dances. She yeah. dances well with me, but I... I my dancing comes from nature. I'm inspired by nature. Uh, my <laughs> dance is mostly inspired by a dog hunching someone's leg. Because oh, that's my what goodness. my dance is like. I've seen the grizzly bear uh, hibernating, too. That's a fun dance. I don't know about that, but I do that one where the bear tries to scratch its back on the tree. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> I'll do that yeah. one. Oh, and the Charmin bear dance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just need to go to the bathroom <laughs> that time. <laughs> oh, oh, well, you. blame it on your parents if you can't dance. Mm-hmm. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. <laughs> well, I saw something, uh, and Tom, you might talk about this. I'm going to take one little part of it, but it was saying that 8% of Americans are afraid of the dark. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so, and then we're talking about adults here. They even said... <laughs> So 56% of adults admit they have been afraid of monsters. Okay. I saw the one where it said 2% are afraid of dirt. Well, yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. I just want to talk about the in, in the dark and okay. monsters and stuff like that. Because okay. as a kid, I mean, I know we all, for me, I, we, I had one of those ventriloquist dolls. In no, my, you did. I did, too. Oh, no, you might have had a ventriloquist doll, Whatever they are. but you didn't have what you said. Okay, anyway, had one of those creepy dolls that mm-hmm. had, you know, creepy eyes, and it sat in the corner. So I would stare Ooh. at that, and I would be scared. And at night it was like, hello, Hawk, what yeah, are you doing? exactly. <laughs> no, uh-uh. But <laughs> what surprised me is 56% of adults admit they have, uh, or they're afraid of monsters. Yeah, that's pretty sad, isn't it? 
Don't you think? Well, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, how I can you be afraid of monsters? Them. What Thank monsters you, are they afraid <laughs> of? Yeah. What monsters? Well, the boogeyman? It could be. Oh, my yeah. God. Never Adult? Know. The one under the bed. That's why you don't let your feet hang off the bed. Oh, yeah. my God. Study shows that it takes kids an average of 26 minutes to fall asleep, 46 minutes if the monster is hiding in a closet, and it <laughs> opens up the door and says, boo. It takes <laughs> Unless it's Monsters, Inc. Yeah. <laughs> we're kind of laugh at that. But you know what? I mean, for I, I was scared of the dark for a long time. And I'm sure that your kids, Tom, didn't they? Did I'm not they talking about kids. You said adults. I know, but I'm talking about all in general. Well, I'm I get it why say. kids are. Why are you judging so much? Because Let me use my nightlights. Who is an adult that's afraid of a monster? That makes zero sense. Well, I don't know what's in the dark. You know what's so interesting is I have like 157 nightlights in my house. <laughs> and they've done research on this. And they say animals exposed to light all night long uh, showed signs of clinical depression. Mm-hmm. So our bodies are, are used to light like when it's day, but at dark, it, it helps regulate our hormones, which helps us sleep. So the more nightlight you have, like my kids, for example, they want one of their bathroom lights on that's next to their room. Okay. So <laughs> like they're not getting any sleep. What's they're weird depressed. is supposedly this is something we've adopted over, you know, centuries, uh, evolution, whatever you want to call it. But the moon comes up and is there's light if you were sleeping outside <laughs> so it's not like we're used to. We, we haven't been sleeping in pitch black all of the time okay but did, has your kids been afraid of monsters sure yeah. when they were kids were you afraid of monsters of course okay we're not that's yeah. not what i'm freaked out about i'm freaked out that 54 percent of adults are afraid of monsters you're afraid of the dark sometimes when you go out and you can't see anything only if i think there could be like a coyote or something out there yeah, well okay that's not a monster. I used to live across from friends of mine, and we watched one of the Friday the 13th movies. I mm-hmm. don't know which one it was, Halloween. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they, my friend had to walk me home <laughs> <laughs> to check out my house to make sure Thank nothing goodness. was in there. We have cell phones with flashlights now. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's common fears with kids, obviously monsters in the closet. And uh, didn't you tell me that you, like, checked under the bed for the kids, Tom? And you would like pretend like something was grabbing you when they were little kids. I only did that once. <laughs> That's a bad idea. They don't go to sleep for a long time after that. <laughs> yeah, my, my, Even my, when I showed them, it was a joke. Yeah, my kids, like that's one thing we pray about. No bad dreams, no nightmares. Well, they don't want yeah, I, I can remember doing that. Yeah, we still do it. Even for me. But preschoolers are very active, and they have these active imaginations, and it exactly. makes it difficult for them to separate fantasy from reality, the experts say. They sincerely believe that monsters lurk under their bed or in their closet, ghosts are hiding somewhere in their room. Instead of saying, there's nothing under your bed, they say, for example, try to say, you know what, I see that you're worried, so why don't we look under the bed together? And then you jump under and act like something's no, you under. No, you do not do that. You try to help them to determine the difference between fantasy and and reality. See, I think my kids knew the difference, at least at a certain age. But what I would always tell them is I would compliment them on their imagination. I would say, this shows you have a really good imagination. You're able to think of things and be creative. But right now, you've got to turn that off because we know there are no monsters. And okay. if we turn the light on and look under here, there's not going to be a monster. When we turn the light off, it's not going to no way it got in there because it didn't go in while we were watching. So you should be able to go to sleep. Okay, well, and but I would try to be positive about it. They say that you can also ask the kids to overcome their fears by having them draw pictures, 
Okay, that and seems like a bad idea. Even labeling or naming the monster or whatever. Now they know what's under their bed exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen those movies where yeah. they're like, draw it out, and that thing ends up being real, yeah, and the kid really, mm-mm. I've seen I'll be like, too, keep Tori. your creepy That's demons to yourself. They say, help your child manage his fears by encouraging him or her to name them. Sometimes just framing a fear with language <laughs> makes it go away. I think that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Their names are Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees <laughs> yeah. and Freddy Krueger. Or they give you some name and you Google it and you're like, oh, he died in this house 20 years ago. No. Oh. It's Hole Digger Man or somebody, you know. <laughs> Who? Gold Digger Man. No, <laughs> the Hole, you know, the guys that dig graves, those are just creepy. Oh. Oh. That scares me sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and then okay. they say you can, this is something, monster medicine. You can have them, you can clean up like a, a bottle or something and wash it obviously in the dishwasher and then put some like a little Kool-Aid and take a teaspoonful of monster medicine that they'll go away that night. Does that it makes work? zero sense though. Why would you giving the kid medicine make the monster I know, I thought that was ridiculous. You know, how about because monster poison that you sprinkle around the bed? <laughs> No, how about just saying there's no such thing as monsters. That doesn't okay? apparently work. Yeah, and uh, some parents have said they've gotten a, like an animal, like a dog, to sleep in the room, and the nightmares did go away then. Well, and there's also <laughs> that you can use the monster be like, listen, if you don't do your homework after school, the monster's going to be there tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll do the homework. They'll do that homework. Well, yeah, we're oh, such good. Of course, parents. they won't do it till bedtime, but then they'll do it. Yeah. Tori, okay. don't, if you have kids, don't listen, don't to, listen us. to us. Uh-uh. I'm not. We have no idea what you're talking about. Tune y'all out. Are you scared? Are you scared of anything like that? I'm scared of everything. Monsters. I know you're scared of spiders. Yeah. Well, that's a real thing. Yeah, but monsters, ghosts, anything like that? Definitely. I'm terrified of ghosts. Yeah. Okay. Clowns. John keeps saying, he's like, we need to get those uh, those light blocking curtains for our room. And I'm like, oh, I can't find any. I keep looking everywhere. I'm not looking. I want the light to come in from the street. Mm. I need the light. Okay. You're a flake. <laughs> no offense. I'm a what? A uh, flake? flake? No, I'm afraid of yeah, everything. <laughs> We're afraid of you. What is that? Hey, I'll tell you what. You talk about the kids being afraid of monsters. How about when you wake up because your kid's sitting there staring yeah, at you while you're scary. sleeping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That my mom. That's like, oh, yeah. I do. And it's that scarier. I'm like, listen, we're going to have to take have some monster medicine for dad. But it's like, daddy, daddy. Red rum. Red daddy. rum. My monster <laughs> medicine comes from Jack Daniels Distillery. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. We've all been pulled over by the police before at some point or another. I'm yeah. sure there might be someone listening right now who's like, no, Tom, I, I obey the law. I've never been pulled over. <laughs> but for the rest of us who aren't boring, we've gotten a ticket at some point. Man, I, my very first ticket was a state trooper. I was driving down the road, probably had my license less than a couple of weeks, and a good song came on, and I just floored it <laughs> because the person behind me had one headlight. And it was a state trooper. Oh. So I'm like, well, that can't, that can't be a... Did you oh. write him a ticket? I know, yeah. but I called him out. I said, well, I didn't recognize you because one of your headlights is out. I think that's why I got a ticket. <laughs> you know, they do that, but is that not considered entrapment? I uh, mean, yeah. you did not know that it was them. Yeah. You're tricking us. <laughs> but I don't well, think that's entrapment. Now, if he pulled up next to him and tried to race him, it would have been... I will say, too, those unmarked police cars have gotten really good. I know. Yeah. Like those little minivans. <laughs> you, you are sneaky. Yeah. Very sneaky. It's not fair. 
should have to have a certain kind of car for police guards. Exactly. That way, if we're paying enough attention to spot you, then we were probably doing okay. Or even worse, the people who buy the police cars at auction and you slow down Don't thinking it's a cop that. and it's just a regular person. Yeah, <laughs> with one of those lights on the side yeah. of the door. Yeah. Or just the car is like a Crown Victoria back when that was what they usually were. And it was just an old lady instead because mm-hmm. that's what they buy too. Yeah. Well, a man just got intentionally pulled over and for a good reason. Police in Florida noticed the guy was driving somewhat erratically, so he pulled him over. Mm -hmm. And as they were talking to the four men that were in the vehicle, they said that there wasn't anything bad enough for him to write a ticket so they could go on back to their car. But one of the drivers slightly hesitated, actually the driver, Uh and uh, as he walked away, he put one of his hands behind his back and made a gesture, kind of like when you were a little kid and you would fire a gun. Okay. So he basically put his hand behind his back, made the gun pointing, and and moved his thumb like it was firing. Okay. Well, that got the cops to wondering why he would do that. So they called him back over, and it turned out that he was letting them know that there was basically the other three guys had kidnapped him. Oh. And they had guns. So the cops said they were going to write him a ticket, so that gave him an excuse to take longer with him. Okay. Um, so as they were writing the ticket, I guess they got some backup, and then they went in and said they were searching the car, and they found the guns on these guys, and, and then they found mm. out what was going on and wow. arrested them. So this guy was clever enough that yeah. when he got pulled over by the police, he was able to, without starting a gunfight, get the officers to tell what was going on. Ah, I, there's so much I want to know about. Like, why did these three guys kidnap him? Did well, they, did they need a designated driver? Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I can explain that. Yeah, okay. They uh. were making him drive two hours to Miami because he had some of his money at his uncle's house. And for whatever reason, they believed they could get more money from him if they made him drive to Miami. So that's the story he gives him. Like, I don't have any cash, but my uncle's got cash. We can drive there. There could be more to it than that. They may have known that he had the money there. I mean, I don't know whether so these people were organized crime or yeah. what's going on. Did they know him? Did they know each other is what I'm thinking. Oh, I like don't know saying. every detail. I yeah. just know why they were driving. Or maybe he said that to stall and get more time so that maybe he could flag someone on the way. He's like, oh, I don't have any money, but my uncle does. Maybe they were going to kill him. And he's like, wait, I've got more money at my uncle's house. Let's take a drive. And I'll drive, and then I'll drive really bad to get pulled over. (laughs) Now, that's the part I wondered about, is how that he was able to get pulled over without them knowing that he was trying to get pulled over. Well, what if he's just swaying over to the right a little bit, swaying over to the left? I guess. I would notice that, because I know when my wife does it, I'm yelling, hey, watch out. But, yeah, it's an interesting story, unusual. Yeah. I kind of wondered, what would I do in a situation like this? How would you try to get the police attention without getting shot? Well, we remember we know someone that this similar thing happened to. He I was taken hostage in his car, driving out of state, and they stopped at a restaurant. And he alerted the server who called the police we know, wow. we know personally. Yes, we do. I'm how, not say how can I forget a story yeah. like that? If it makes you feel better, I don't know either. I feel so bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How did that person alert the cashier? Our friend. How did our friend alert the cashier? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, to where I think he was making mouth movements while the guys were not paying attention. So like he's ordering, but then his mouth keeps going. going. Call, call the police. Call the police. And, yeah. um, and get me iced tea. Call the police and get my teeth. So I don't mind up scattered, smothered, covered, and chunked. Yeah. Well, I don't feel like if I was with Hawk that we would all die. Uh, no. Like he would try to do it, but he would mess it up and we would just all die.
It'd be a gunfight. Everyone at the restaurant would be killed. I oh, agree great. with you on I that. I know. I'm not saying. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. I'd be like, you don't have to hold me hostage. I'll drive you. Where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. Let's go party. Okay. Road trip. <laughs> Road trip. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I would try to do to get their attention, but I, it sounds like I would die because I don't have, unless something came up and was easy to figure out then, I don't have a plan. Well, I just want to hang out more with one of the friends that I can't remember right now because apparently he's good at it. <laughs> well, he wasn't good enough to, he got called. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he got a kidnapped. Yeah, so well, I guess, right. Okay, I don't want to hang out with yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, later on this week, it's Take Your Dog to Work Day. Okay. You know that? You gonna, are you going to take your dog? If you want me to. Mm-hmm. He yes. bites. Are you going gonna to bring your dog, Coda, in here? I'll bring him in. Really? Why would you want yeah. to do that? Her dog is huge. I know. I'll bring Daisy. Aww. Daisy's passed. Yeah, Daisy's passed. I have her in a box beside oh, my bed. Right. Are you oh. see? A little wooden oh. box. Oh. Is it sealed well? <laughs> uh, no, it's got a little latch on it. Okay. That, that's, oh, she's been cremated. Yeah. Oh, you that's had right. me worried there. What? Yeah. You know what? I did not think about that, but that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, now my dogs that have passed away, we put them in coffins and buried them. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, sure. We've talked about that. Oh, well, I didn't either. I made my brother do it last time. Well, who's more important member of the family, your pet or your mother in law? <laughs> How awkward. <laughs> my mother-in-law listens. Tom, plead the fifth. And Stay my dog doesn't. So uh, I will say my dog. Okay, this is a question that's way harder to answer than it should be, really. Who's more important member of the family, your pet or your mother-in-law? Believe it or not, in a new survey, the family pet won. Wow. <laughs> oh. 22% of people say their dog or cat is a crucial part of the family versus 21% who said they're in-laws. And you know what's yeah. sad? I told my wife, I'm like, you're going to be a mother-in-law one day. You, oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh-huh. I hope she'll be a good one. Well, it's not like the dog is ever going to tell you that you're not good enough for their son or their daughter. So, yeah, they're just a little happier to be around them. <laughs> yeah, and you got to try to impress them by yeah. cooking something and getting their approval. I think my dog, Daisy, came first before anyone, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. my mama. Except really? for the yeah. fact that we'll leave our dogs at home all day long, and we would never do that with our kids or family. Okay. Well, no, but, but yeah, Daisy was my, my life. Well, grandparents Aww. did beat out pets, though, but not by much. 26% said grandma and grandpa are a key part of the family. Wow. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them, kids. Yeah, that's not what they mean. They yeah. mean in your day-to-day life, and sometimes grandparents are far away. That's true. Or yeah. mean. Mm-hmm. I had a mean grandma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my my grandparents were pretty good, but my great-grandparents, I had some of them that was pretty mean. Yeah. You hear the stories. Yeah. One of them was like when we were over there, and he was like, them kids keep going through things and wandering around and not saying... He was like from... He was old. And okay. so we thought, he thought kids <laughs> should be like seen and not heard, uh-huh. and maybe not even seen. Well, <laughs> let's go back to the mother-in-law. Obviously, the pet's more important, but 50% of men said... <laughs> you said, obviously, the pet's more important. Oh, did I say that? Yes. Out loud? Out loud. Sounds right. 50% of men say they find their mother-in-law attractive. <laughs> what? 50% of them. Oh. Would you say that your husband, John, finds your mom a rent rare? God, I hope not. I'm not even going to ask. I don't want to know. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> no, that's something to talk about tonight. No, no. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, because if the answer is yes, it's going to cause issues. Yeah, 66%. <laughs> and if it's no, it could cause issues. It's true. Awkward either way. 66% say they'd be happy if their partner aged as well as their mother-in-law. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm, well, I mean, I... you know, 
I mean, they're parents, <laughs> Stacey, uh, grandparents mom. nowadays yeah. that look younger. I, my, I yeah. listen, my mom's got great DNA. She does not look her age at all. So I'd be happy to look like her when I get, I mean, not like. I say not you have every, huge boobs, then. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wow. want to look like that part of her. But, um, but the mother-in-law. Uh, 16% went as far as saying they think their mother-in-law is better looking than their partner. That's crazy. 16% of the guys. God have mercy on you, man. Yeah. And 80% said they had a great relationship with their mother. What percent? Are they lying? I know. I know. Something's up with this. That's what the good-looking mother-in-law's. Well, they're that's like, too I'm good of a relationship her. they're having. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, this is terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. And and I... But, okay, because you've been spending a lot of time with your mother-in-law here lately. Yes. And you're thinking about your wife who's going to grow into no. that. Here's, here's what's fortunate for me. Yeah. So my wife has a sister. Mm-hmm. And their sister is, to me, more like the mother-in-law than my wife is. Okay. And there's no way they're both going to look like her because they're different looking. They are different looking. So yeah. one of them's going to grow up and be different than the other one, and they're not both going to look like the mother. One of these things is not like the other. Besides, Someone. I'm not sure that my <laughs> wife is actually hers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's oh another discussion gosh. you need oh to have. <laughs> don't bring that here. We don't want to hear it at work. <laughs> Lie down on the couch, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.